These guys are basically going to succumb to my ways. We had a nice little um, heart-to-heart conversation. And a confession. A confession, a, co- a little confessional. We, know, we had a little bit of a... a to the priest Evan. Yeah, to the priest Evan. And we came to terms with the fact that um, this is actually my show. And, um, <laughs> you know, this is, this is really what we do here is uh, we listen to me have autistic rants. Um, so now we're going to gear into an hour-long conversation about penis and being gay, and uh, we're going to be a bootleg cum town. But anyways, uh, what were you saying about the fire? Continue. My bad. Oh, no, I, I think there's actually, like, research and shit about it, like, the red light and shit or whatever, like, is actually, like, good for you or something mm-hmm. like that, and I don't think I've ever met a single person in the world who wasn't... Like, they seem to, like, let go more around the fire. I don't know what it is. I don't know the fucking science. I like I like to look into the fire and just get high as fuck and drunk and, like, blast it out in my mind and, like, think of the devil. Yeah, right. I think it's, like, it's, like, natural movement that we can't control or something like that. You know what I mean? Do you want to hear my theory? Yeah, I want to fucking hear it. It's part of our monkey brain. So when we first discovered fire... Fire is what kept the big animals away, the ones that were our predators. And fire was somewhere where they can sit around and relax and eat and banter this similarly to what we're doing right now and just kind of be themselves instead of being on high alert all the time. <laughs> you guys switch mics, so then you're super fucking cool. Anyways. Yeah, I, I believe it. I also just think it's also like, it's almost like TV or some shit too. Like, it's literally like a natural thing that, we can't control or something and we just like I don't know it's yeah just, I love fire for some reason I really I just want to um burn everything down to the ground what do you think is with the obsession of being like a pyromaniac I feel like that's a boy thing I was a pyro I'm assuming you yeah, were too for real. You, Ryan definitely were as well from yeah. what I'm hearing I, I, I had this movie idea of this dude that just fucking wakes up and fucking he just smells like campfire in his like he smells like a fucking bonfire and he's just waking up and he's like trying to figure out you know like what's going on and you know he ends up finding out that he has like some kind of fucking mental illness and he's like burning shit down to the ground and he ends up like fucking trying to like light he ends up starting like a fucking cult of people who just burn the fucking city down like like a really influential like schizo pyromaniac like a bootleg Donnie Darko like a pyro cult I kind of like that idea (laughs) yeah I think you could take it in like a different direction and make it original yeah kind of like um like a like a fight club situation a mix between fight club Donnie Darko and uh just all the other fucking pretentious movies you fucking see nowadays what do you guys think more? Do you guys like movies that are uh, like kind of pretentious, artsy, that have like that low-key like meaning about society? Or do you like more of the blockbuster, Avengers, shoot 'em up Quentin Tarantino, fun films? I like the artsy shit as long as it's not down my throat. Like as long as they're not hammering home some point that they really want to make and it's subtle, 
I'm really into that yeah. kind of shit, especially horror movies. Yeah, as yeah, you I like guys both. Know. You, I don't know. You ever see, you ever see a Perks of a wall, uh, Wallflower? No, but I heard it's good. It okay. It was good. I got recommended. Uh, it already sounds good. Is this a high school movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I I don't know what it is. I love high school movies. High school movies. Yeah. It's in college. It's a coming of age thing. But really, what it is is just like this autistic fucking shy kid. He ends up hanging out with like the fucking rebels, right? The fucking outcasts. Like uh, they got the guy. Um, what is his name? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is really good in it. He's kind of like this gay kid or whatever. That's very like artsy or whatever. Um, but I don't know, like, there is this, uh, the, the, it's just, uh, the, that coming of age bullshit, it almost, it doesn't feel what it is to be a teenager, you know, like, you're not really, when you're a teenager, you're, I mean, yeah, sure, you're contemplating life and you're driving and shit, but a lot of it is very unconscious, and with this, it felt like it was adults going through this, like, you know, 20-year-olds going through this, like, fucking high school experience. They're thinking, like, oh, the intricacies. Like, these people are going to be the last ones that I ever see. You know, I'm not ever going to see them after high school, and they're going to grow up and be a fucking doctor and blah, blah, blah. But, like, do you really think that way when you're in high school? I didn't. No. Nah, it's more, it's, it's, definitely it's, not. That's, that's, why, that's why I think um, Days and Confused is a better fucking coming-of-age thing. Because it's just conversations and people, and it's very subtle. You know, like the confusion. Yeah, the confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days and confused. It's the confusion of being like a fucking teen. You don't know. You're just going through the motions. There's initiations going on. It's not this fucking like whiny me me pretentious bullshit. Where it's like, look at me. I'm living the high school experience and I'm getting bullied. You know, and I got called a fucking faggot in high school. And me me me. I'm gonna paint my fucking nails black. Like it's no. It's like motherfucker. You go through it. You get bullied. You get fucking hazed. You get the initiation. You learn something from it. Right, you see the people. You, you see the people. You see the people that fucking got so deep into it that they almost got caught up in the high school to get held back, or they're fucking like, like, um, like a Matthew McConaughey's character. He was straight up just like, all right, all right, all right. He's a twenty-year-old stuck in that fucking boy's body. You know, stu- a boy brain stuck in a man's body. Yeah, emotionally stunted for sure. Emotionally I, stunted. Yeah. I think one thing that they don't ever really bring to point is like the quickness of it. How at first you think like. You're like a freshman or like in middle school or something and you think kind of like your uh, your youth is going to last forever type of shit. Uh-huh. But they never really bring up how like when things actually start to get like fun and shit, whether it's like in your middle school to like your 20s or whatever, they never really talk about how like, maybe they do, I just never noticed it, like how quick it goes by. How as soon as it gets fun... You pretty much get a taste of it, and then it goes away. Are you talking about mm-hmm. high school movies? Or are you talking in general? Or are you kind of talking about more like pretentious I'm ta- movies? One, like life, they never really tell you about that that much. Two, and then it's like those movies that you're talking about. You never about. listen to Time, Pink Floyd? No, yeah, I love that song, but... That's kind of what that's about. See, but- I never listened to that song till right after I graduated, so... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're already running a race, and you didn't even fucking know it, you know? Yeah. Or like how, like... One thing that's weird to me now is, like, thinking, like, I'll think about memories, and I think it's, like, six months to a year ago, and then I start to think about it or look at, like, pictures or something, and it has a date yeah, this to is, it. Yeah, this is, like, the, yeah, that's why I feel like this Perks of a Wallflower thing is kind of like that. It's it's this weird, it's, it's like, it, it's like you're a 20-year-old looking back at high school, not the other way around, not a, not a, not a you know, 16, 17-year-old experiencing it for himself. Which I think a lot of people get wrong when it comes to like like movies and shit. They just try too hard to be fucking artsy. 
And a lot of the times meaning. it's just like when you're coming of age and you get into like like the social groups and shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've never really watched that many movies like right after high school, like kind of like the yeah. shit we were talking about earlier where you're like, you're, maybe some of your friends go to a like, big college or something and then you go to community college and you're like figuring it out or some shit. Mm-hmm. But one thing too is they never like seem to elaborate on the fact how quick it is. It seems like as soon as things get fun, it like is yeah, taken yeah, under yeah, your yeah. taken under your feet, right? Yeah, be, be, like the best years in high school were the end when everyone had cars, we were going to parties and shit. And next thing you know, it's like, oh fuck, we got to grow up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a slap in the face. For you're sure. like a middle schooler till you're as. For me, it felt like I was a middle schooler till I was a senior. And then I thought I was gonna like last forever type of but, shit, and then it was taken I mean, under me. Maybe, maybe it's 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 like that for a reason because I mean you don't want to be that boy that just like in Pinocchio where you're in Pleasure Island for too long, and you almost just become I mean basically you become a fucking jackass. You make a jackass out of yourself, right? So I guess I, I, maybe maybe it's like that for a reason, or it, it could be just like you know ha- like a co- a coincidence or like happenstance or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely wish four years. I mean, I feel like four years of that shit would have been fucking fun. Yeah. And there, there are some like, you know, you see those, li- you see those little, like those little freshmen that hang around with like the bigger, older, older crowd. For those of you who don't know, now I'm drinking beer. <laughs> but like fucking Evan, you're getting depressing as shit. Get you know, fucking put a beer in your goddamn mouth. I will gladly shove this Corona down your throat like a BBC. No, um. no I want to listen to what you were saying. I, I think I can agree with. Or I want to hear it. Um, yeah, I mean there 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 are some of the. It's kind of like we were talking about mid nineties. You know, mid nineties. There's that there's that kid that fucking hangs out with all the fucking the older crowd, and he becomes like he's the shit. But then as soon as those guys leave and graduate, he's kind of like on his own. Yeah. So it's like a trade off. It's 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 definitely a trade off. I mean, you kind of I think you kind of want to be like Pink from Days and Confused. He was like the guy, the everyman, friends with everyone. He was friends with the nerds. He was friends with the fucking the jocks. He was on the football team. He was friends with everyone. He knew everyone. I think which made him a tremendous character, main character. You know, yeah, he was someone that he was kind of someone that everyone could relate to. Um, and then at the end, you know, you kind of just see like he he succumbed. He he he's burnt out from college or from from high school. He's that guy where he's like, what the fuck? He's like, I gave all my time and it just it just feels meaningless. I gotta listen to this guy's rules. Like he's in that stage where he wants to rebel and do something else. So then at the end, they end up fucking. He skips summer practice to go all the way to a fucking. Uh, it was like a I forget what a Grateful Dead concert. Or Aerosmith. Something. Aerosmith. Yeah. And um, Grateful, the Grateful Dead concert is actually uh, Freaks and Geeks, which is what uh, the main character, the girl, that's what she does. But yeah, there's these tales in high school of like going through it and kind of just being confused. And you really don't know. I mean, some people, uh, and we kind of talked about this, everyone has a different experience, whether it's your grandpa dies at an early age, mom goes through issues, um, you know, maybe you went through some kind of weird hardship that fucked you mentally. There, you know, we all mature at different fucking points in our lives, and I think I think that movie, you know, did a pretty good job at showing it. You know, showing the guy that gets held back, showing the guy that's, um, you know, the everyman, showing the kid, the freshman that's going through the hazing and all the other ones and how they deal with it. You know, that was, I mean, to me, that's I want to I want to see the really shit. Like, kind of what we were talking about, like, that confusion right after, like, your senior year to graduating type of shit. 
I, I feel can, like that's the hardest time, honestly. It, it, in my opinion, it's almost a harder time than being like a nerd, nerdy kid in high school. In my opinion, the confusion. Yeah, like you want to tell, like you want to do something great with your life, yet at the same time, like you don't know what you want to do, or like I've heard this saying from people, like some people don't think enough and then they do something. And then later on they regret it. And there's a lot of people who think about things too much Mm -hmm. to the point where they end up like doing nothing. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I don't know if you guys can agree. Like, I feel like that a little bit, like you're waiting too long to do something with your life at the same time. But yeah, at the end of the day, you got to pick your fucking sacrifice. Like people think, oh, I could just be a free spirit wanderer, do this and that. But, like, if you really want to make something of yourself or not be a fucking loser, it's like, yeah, that shit's cool for a time, your self-discovery, you're finding out who you are. But at the end of the day, you everyone has to subscribe to that certain amount of bullshit, you know? You have to pick, you have to pick your fucking poison and be happy with it, you know? Whether it's a job somewhere, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's fucking working for a company, you know, being the best guy, whether it's being a fucking entrepreneur, whether it's being a podcaster, whether it be, it's being anything... You have to succumb to that bullshit and you end up having to make that sacrifice. You have to put in the work. And I think a lot of people like our generation, they just think this shit's going to come easy. They think they're going to be fucking rap stars overnight or something. You know, they walk the they walk the walk, but they don't really they don't really like they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. They don't put in the work. They buy the Gucci belts. They act materialistic like all the fucking rap stars and you know, famous people that they look up to. But at the end of the day, all they are are just fucking sheep who buy their products and then, you know, and then they they, they just do what they do, you know? And then they don't really grow from it. They're stunted. And then, you know, you're just in this rat hole where you're like, what the fuck, you know? You know, here I am living, trying to get all this gratification and then in the end, I'm left with fucking nothing. And that's what what fucking scares me at the end of the day. I don't want to be one of those guys. But how many, like we were talking about movies and shit, Almost most coming of age movies is like that that period between like fourteen to sixteen, like being a freshman or whatnot. Yeah, and like they talk about like the hard time is like finding that crowd and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost harder like afterwards when you actually like have fun or whatever, like you whatever you have to call it, like fucking find yourself or some shit. And then but it's that, the now what feeling. Yeah. Like, okay. Now what? Yeah, exactly. I think that's the harder part. They should honestly talk about that more in uh, movies, in and my opinion. What? Yeah, seriously. Like, I feel like that's such a harder, well, there's much me- harder decision. There's, than- there, there's, there's mo- movies like American Beauty where it kind of does tackle. Like, it, it's uh, Kevin Spacey, I think. Yeah, that's that's the guy right? House of Cards. That's the that's the dude. Um, he he. Um, it's basically he's like a middle aged man. Right, he's kind of just fucking working a dead end job, a desk job. He doesn't fucking like it. His wife is like uh, a real estate agent. She's super into her career, very materialistic, and he sees that. And then he sees his daughter. He's disconnected from his daughter. Really, he kind of doesn't really know too much about her. And he goes through this whole thing where like he kind of reverts back into a child. He gets back into like his ways when he was a high school. He quits his job, tells his boss to fuck off. He ends up flipping burgers because that's what he did when he was a kid. He ends up like... And, and what awakens this whole thing is he gets a crush. He ends up like getting a little bit of a crush on his daughter's, who's still in high school, daughter's friend. And this feeling of like being attracted to this like young fucking whatever, virgin, whatever you want to call it, this whole feeling of it, 
awoken this like fucking kid brain in him and he kind of was like feeling like okay now what i got the nice house i got the white picket fence i'm living in the suburbs it's almost like a suffocation right in a way which is a kind of thing you notice it's like everything around the suburbs is super fucking beautiful you look around you're going for a walk walking your dogs you're like holy shit like temecula this place is really fucking nice this place is fucking gorgeous you know there's not a care in the world we got fucking water we got food but then when you look deep in inside you look deep inside the fucking youth of it it's like it, 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 it's almost like an escape like all these these kids that are middle class it's like they they want something more they're fucking they're they they fucking they're just i don't know if it's spoiled whatever you want to call it but it's just it's like they're striving for something new and they see something in their parents they see that their parents have all these nice things they give it into materialism but then they're not really happy you know you'll look at your parents and you 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 see flaws in them and it's like they this this need to fucking rebel right but that's kind of what this movie is about it's kind of just the suburbs and what actually is beautiful is it that white picket fence is it materialism or is it something deeper than that yeah i get that but that almost seems like a midlife crisis type of thing absolutely well yeah that's, 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 what, it, that's exactly. what it is yeah but i still just it's a now what it's a it's maybe a, i haven't seen any movies about it or nothing but like i mean rocky the I whole mean, rocky rocky uh, the rocky movies are definitely like that when he becomes a champ he kind of gets fucking tired of it you know, when he beats Creed in the third movie, he kind of just gets so full of himself to where it's like, all right, now what? He doesn't really care that much. He's kind of letting the press fucking see, guide See, that's the different, fight. though. Like, I want to see some shit where it's, like, mm-hmm. our age type of shit. Like, I don't know. Like, people who didn't end up wanting to go to college, they don't know really what they want to do. And then, I don't know. Like, that's the whole now what thing to me. And then you have, like, this whole life they ahead didn't, of you. Wait, you're talking shit. about they didn't go to college? Kind of like, or like they I went to like college where, and they drop ro- out. You should kind of shit. You should watch Clerks. Clerks is a movie like that. Mm. Clerks is a just like that whole like that purgatory type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you graduate or something, and you're like yeah, going clerks. to community college or some shit. But like, yeah, you should, you really don't know uh, what you want to do. You have no idea. Like, I don't like the only thing is that maybe makes sense to you in your life is like your fucking your hobbies and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, I want to kind of see sh- she shit like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, watch Clerks. It's black and white, so it does kind of have that like purgatory feel. What about the Wallflower movie you were talking about? That's about fucking kids. That's like a that's about fucking high schoolers. That's not. I mean, maybe uh, maybe maybe you will like it. A lot of people did like it. I didn't really like it. I think what you're looking for more is like Clerks. Mm. See, I, I feel like I dig that kind of stuff specifically because it gives me this kind of introspective appreciation of my period after high school like obviously i did go through my own share of hardships and i fucked up i made mistakes but at the same time i feel like i learned more and i grew more as a person when i was tossed into the world and, and i had to learn for myself there was no one to ask or to tell me what exactly to do i had to figure it out and to clarify, what are you exactly talking about? Like, you're talking about movies? Are you talking about, like... I mean, those types of movies evoking that certain feeling. Like, like the, it, it kind of brings me back a little bit. Like, the ones that, the ones that are talking, kind of like Perks of a Wallflower? Or are you talking more of a Days and Confused type of situation? I haven't seen Perks of a Wallflower or the other Midlife Crisis one. And I, I saw Days and Confused a very long time ago, so I'm not exactly familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But those type of movies, what I'm saying is, bring forward this kind of emotion that... 
reminds me of a time where I grew a lot as a person. I, I think it's valuable. Mm-hmm. See, I think Days and Confused talks more about like the confusion while you're in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which is, I think which it's, is more I want to see more the movies where it's like, I don't know, like more. I feel like norm, more normal people it. are like don't actually like figure shit out while they're in high school. It's like right afterwards or something like that. And there's that like period of confusion for years or whatnot mm-hmm. where they don't really know. And like they're working dead end jobs and shit. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Um, I don't want to say this, but like kind of what we're doing, like working like yeah. regular nine to fives and shit. You don't really know what you want to do. You want to do something fun. And then you're working like a dead end job or whatnot. And it's like, yeah, on the money, probably you would like, like I said, once again, clerks, you would probably like, um, I think Taxi Driver is kind of like that, mm. where it's he's kind of like a lost soul, just in kind of uh, maybe it's just in, like in, an our generation he's like, thing. He's like a he's like in so. the, he's like in the ghetto of New York, and he's kind of just a taxi driver and shit, and uh, you know, he kind of just he's trying to find meaning and he finds it in like extreme fucking ways where he goes out and tries to kill like prostitutes, not prostitutes, pimps and save prostitutes. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of movies like that where, like, questioning what what do I do, and where I mean, there's movies where guys go. I mean, have you seen Fight Club? Yeah, I love Fight Club. Would you say Fight Club's kind of like that, or you think it's a little bit different? See, I think it's a little more midlife crisis type of shit. See, like all those movies, like Days Confused and shit, those all came out in like the '80s and '90s, and I feel like you're looking for a, you're way, looking you're looking for like a quarter life crisis film. In a sense, that I feel sounds like about right. It's almost in a sense like a. Back then, people were more confused about shit because maybe they grew up quicker. Like so, 90s. like their junior, their junior senior year, they're having that that confusion period or whatnot. Where nowadays, it almost seems like more people have that confusion period right yeah, after they graduate. Yeah, yeah, to point out, yeah, there's not too many movies like that. I mean, there's this one show. This it's like an anime. It got canceled, but it it, it was kind of about like um, college, like kids going through college and then figuring that out. I don't think there's a lot of college movies like that. Usually, when you think of a college movie, it's like American Pie or like uh, yeah, blue, like blue, sex and shit. Blue State. A lot of it. There's not a lot of movies like that where it's about kids our age, you know, kids, but like you know, young adults, twenty one, whatever. I still think I'm a kid, dude. Straight up. Yeah, I feel like that sometimes too. I feel like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like well, what you're saying, basically, I assume, is these kids like genuinely struggling to find their place in, in their own lives, to be their own main character. Yeah, and some people figure it out in high school, but it is more realistic to figure it out in your twenties. A lot of it, yeah, it, it's, that's it's what like, I think. It's like kind of like a romanticization, like a, a romantic, like a rom, yeah, like you're romanticizing fucking the high school experience, and you're treating it like that's the end all be all, and like, yeah, you might have fucking figured out what high school was about, but then you get thrown into what actually the real world is, and it's like you're a baby fucking walking on wobbly legs. Like I you're think trying- you got a big point right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe the movies just think that that time of confusion is while you're in high school and shit with all the social shit. But yeah. I almost feel like there's more confusion coming after high school, in my opinion. And, like, that whole, like, freshman, sophomore of college years or, like, dropping out or whatnot or just right after you graduate. And I feel kind of like a loser talking about fucking high school so much or something like that, yeah, you I'm know? Kinda, I'm, I'm kind of over it. What were you going to say? 
Oh, I was just going to say, I don't think it's a big deal. We're only a couple years out of high school, and it was it's fresh. four long years of our life. Like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, a, it's a wasn't big that long, though. It yeah. doesn't feel doesn't long feel like looking back, but the time going through it, I, personally, I felt like it was a long yeah. time. Yeah, what, what, we graduated, the last what, year. four years ago? Five years ago? What, what are we coming up on? Four years. We, we yeah so we graduated four years ago yeah like I mean, three and a half bro. so i mean we've we've really we've really barely touched the surface of what it is to be an adult and for the first you know 18 years of our lives 17 years for some it's been this fucking call this school rigmarole you know yeah. fucking being put in i mean it's basically prison it's just a, a over glorified daycare you know they basically they try to fucking put their bullshit ideologies into your brain and make you into a fucking worker which i mean it's this you could be like oh yo this is some deep stuff right here but i mean when you look at it at face value that's what it is but like i said you kind of have to do you 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 have to subscribe to some certain bullshit at the end of the day i think you make kind of a good point like it's almost as if you spend 17 or 18 years getting yourself accustomed to like the life that you're living which is school and all that mm-hmm. and you think you finally have it figured out like the f- last few years and some people figure it out earlier and if the people who figure it out earlier start to figure out real life earlier you know what i mean whereas mm-hmm. there's people who like never figured out the whole school system type of thing till later on so then it maybe it makes them harder to figure I mean- out the whole real life Yo, thing we, we were talking about uh into the wild on the way here do you think into the wild would be classified as a film of like a 20 year old something trying to figure it out absolutely kinda but i almost think it's it's more people it's like they look at it as like a someone going against the norms of society and shit you know what i mean can you can you pass me uh open another one or whatever yeah i don't really think it's really like about a figuring out thing i think it's more or less like a i I guess kind of i think it's just like fuck i don't even know maybe you should just fucking make a movie about it honestly i think i think like the that's what sitting purgatory dude that's what that's what sitting in the park was all about in my head like it's it's you want seriously ex- kind of like a purgatory in a sense. You you want me to explain sitting in the park to you, or you think we should? You want to get into it right now, like my idea for the for the the movie I wanted to make. Is that you what were you're gonna call it? Sitting in the park. That was the working title. I really don't know what I'm gonna call it. See, I think it's almost like a purgatory in a sense, because you're um, it's almost like the as park- if you live the school life and you're living your whole life. And then it ends. Yeah. The and park- then you can't figure out your way into real life yeah. until you kind of understand the school life thing in my head that's what the park was about yeah like that purgatory that's like what i like it was it was it was about a guy who went through a lot in high school you know fucking whether whether it was relationships going through partying fucking doing drugs getting getting into you know crazy relationships when you do when you're younger getting your heart broken and he kind of just got burnt out and he had enough. And then he didn't go to, he, you know, he didn't go to college. He didn't do anything. He was kind of just a lost soul, you know, kind of waiting to do. He was like in between the in-between stage. Stages. The purgatory. Yeah, he was in the in-between stages of life. And so he's sitting here at the park and he's seeing these crazy characters. He's seeing like the two drug dealers. He's seeing a guy who's pretty much like fucking an alcoholic. He's seeing like these guys going through like different stages in their life. And he's kind of just looking at it and observing and kind of going through his own thing. And uh, he ends up finding this girl who is kind of, um, 
she's like the girlfriend of the the main antagonist of the movie um who the two the two drug dealers are kind of fucking you know riv- rivaling with like kind of have beef with and he ends up basically becoming infatuated with her because he has no other fucking meaning in his life so he almost uses this girl to fucking justify why he's living and breathing and it's this sick twisted thing like this sick twisted obsession that's literally i've seen that observed in a i've observed that in a sense i think that's a really cool idea for a movie yeah lucky yeah have you have you seen a movie like that though that's that's my question i know like that purgatory is what i'm talking about like no one really elaborates on it everyone just elaborates on the they're like finding yourself in school and shit or like the whole college like getting fucked up and shit like no one ever talks about like the i mean what maybe like 50 percent of people go to like a four year and shit yeah most people go to community college and drop out within the first two years and shit you know like trying to figure it out as they call yeah mm-hmm. no that's i totally no see people who like, like try to justify their life like the reason they're living is like the girl that they're with or some shit that's how i feel like and i don't mean to bring my dirty laundry but i did that with a girl where i felt like i had nothing really going on and you know you get feelings for someone that you don't even know and for me at least it was like a crush that turned you know obsessive and it turned into a infatuation and everyone does it but um I kind of thought it was a little bit interesting. And then I kind of saw other other people go through it. Like, I did see some stuff with you, like, with, you know, what you were going through. Definitely, And, that, and yeah. that's kind of what I was trying to write in that movie. But there's, um, I think it takes a lot of skill. I, I need, I definitely need to get my writing chops up to pull that one off. Because it's very, it's simple, but at the same time, I think it is a little bit complicated. Something that I've always liked the idea of in, in media, like, whether it be a movie or a book or a song even Mm -hmm. is the narrator slowly or like the narrator or the main character slowly becoming unreliable as they, as they fail their challenge. So yeah, they kind of delve deep into like some kind of mental illness or like madness or something like that. And they become unreliable Mm -hmm. as a narrator. Mm -hmm. So maybe their storytelling is different than it was in the beginning. And it's it. The Joker's a lot like that somewhat. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're not really sure what's real or what's not mm-hmm. or even what they're dramatizing or embellishing I'm trying in, to think of, I'm trying to think of other movies that are like that but I I, I, I know there's a couple that are like that I hit I think you hit the nail on the head with Joker it's absolutely that Fight for Club sure. Fight Club is like that Fight Club I kind of want you to elaborate on it a little more so as uh, obviously for a story to be a decent story the main character has to go through some kind of struggle and usually they come out on top right but i really like the idea of movies where the the narrator or the main character usually they're both um fails their challenge and it kind of breaks them in a certain way to where you can't exactly trust them as their role anymore and they're not exactly telling the truth or they're dramatizing or embellishing like i said and it it kind of changes the flow of the story in my opinion yeah there's there's a lot of books like that like I, shit I really where like, like it's like someone's shit, like a hot shot or something yeah, you have to read and then something the throws their life around or something mm. and then it's like and they're totally misinterpreting what they're doing or what's happening to them okay like mm. you have to read between the lines and and kind of see 
black and white for what it is, what exactly yeah. is happening and not just based off of their opinion or what they're saying uh, outright. Mm-hmm. Like, let's use an example. Like, let's say someone's a football star and then something happens in their life and it kind of gets turned around and they think like football's stupid now and the girlfriend that they had before was stupid or something. Yeah, I mean, that's more of a change of an, an opinion. I mean, for the most part, it's kind of hard to explain this like narrative element, but I mean they're not exactly aware of the change that's been made and they're just kind of going on as before or in a separate case. Like they're um, kind of like unaware of the situation. And they're still doing the same take on it as before, even though things are drastically different. Uh, okay. If that makes any sense. I, I, I yeah. feel like I, I kind of butchered that halfway through, but I, I hope I got my, my meaning through. See, I, I know a lot of movies that are like that. I'm trying to think. I mean... Goodfellas is kind of like that, a little bit of an unreliable narrator. Like you could tell he's embellishing some of it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot more like romantic than what it actually is. But um, yeah. So like what oh, we were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. So like so, so yeah yeah. So sorry to cut you off. So Goodfellas, it's kind of like that where he's like in the mob life and he's living that life, but then slowly he starts getting into drugs and shit. And then basically he becomes like start snoring cocaine. You, the movie the movie kind of like changes at that point. It's like more fast paced. There's playing like a, you can jump into the fire, whatever. And like he's looking around and he thinks helicopters, people are looking at him. He's becoming like increasingly paranoid. And that's what you're seeing as the audience. Yeah. And you don't know whether or not that's true or like if you're just he's just being delusional. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, It leaves like a degree of mystery and it makes you think a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, sorry, I got a little off topic there. It, it I've kinda, just always uh, really no, enjoyed those kind of stories. It kind of makes you question, like, oh, am I that way? Like, am I am I fucking have this other fucking you know version of reality that's not really in tune with everyone else? Mm-hmm. Like, you're exaggerating, kind of, mm-hmm. in a sense, like the bad things are exaggerated. Well, like, to kind you of or overcompensating or over justifying in your head, or like twisting it so you look cool, but re- in reality, you're not. I'm going to switch the page a little bit. I'm going to ask you a question that might be a little bit weird. You ready? How do you know my red, the red from the fire, is the same as your red? Oh, whoa, that's some Vsauce deep type shit. Yeah, Vsauce, how real. would you know? You never Michael know. here. <laughs> you could be seeing what I think is green because the cones or whatever in your eyeballs are different. We'd never know. I think yeah. it's the same way with viewpoints and opinions. We're just, we could be living on fundamentally different pages without ever having figured it out. Yeah, but here's the thing. I look at Ryan Brady's fucking penis in the morning when we have gay sex, and I see the same fucking fire crotch that I see in the <laughs> But he's trying penis. to argue that your green is my red. Yeah, yeah so I, see, I see what you're saying You here. see the fire crotch, but he sees maybe what you would see as green. green. So the but only way that it would it look red. weird is if you somehow were able to consciously go into someone else's brain. Which is impossible. Yeah, and look through it that way. So everything mm-hmm. is always going to look normal to you, but it could look normal to someone else, like, and it's totally See, switched. Yeah. Conversations like this kind of fucking annoy me. I'm going to keep it real with you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sorry for hijacking no, that. No, no, I was, no, I no, 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 no you're all good. I mean, it, it, it's definitely an interesting thing to think about. But, like, the way I, I see it, I'm like, yo, okay, yeah, that doesn't really fucking matter, though. It's kind of pointless. But it is interesting to think about. But also, I would say, what do you think about, like, color coordination 
and like people matching like oh this matches with this this matches with that oh that that goes together do you think that's part of the fucking just being socialized into uh, you know following social norms and like yeah the green goes with the the, the blue the, the, or, the well, blue goes with black or gray goes with black like black yeah. matches with everything do you think it's like that absolutely and that could be why everyone has a slightly different sense of color maybe okay. that's why some people dress entirely oh. in black because everything okay. looks terrible to them okay so what that's me right there um <laughs> but okay so what 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 do you think then about people that are colorblind and there's an obvious disconnect where your colors are not in line with anyone else's colors and, and to and, and and when they dress they don't match well at all what do you think that is then it's shading to them because if everything's well, black and white, it's all about shading. Well, it's not just black and white. My, you think it's my a dad, lack of colors. My dad is red green colorblind, so yeah, he can't true. tell the difference between red and green, and that's a measurable difference. He can't tell the difference between two different colors, which everybody else would be able to. Yeah. See, I'm part colorblind too, actually. Are you? With what, some do you, shit. Do you know what you are? Like uh, I don't. Maybe red green or something. That's but the like, most common one. Like, literally, like, just some things will look like, like, gray and green will look the same to me. And they're like, oh, that's a gray car. And they're like, no, bro, that's dark green or whatever. Yeah. But it's never been, like, exaggerated where I'm like, dude, that's blue. And they're like, dude, that's fucking Ryan, yellow. Ryan Brady's like a dog. <laughs> My man sees in black and white. No, yeah. I definitely Shades of see gray. color. I see colors. I smell colors. See, I don't think my color blindness is like that at all. Yeah. I think it's like one of those things that your mom just wants to like tell people to exaggerate. You know what I mean? That's some Munchausen by proxy type shit. I don't even know what that means. What the fuck? What? Huh? It, it's a it's a disorder in in parents where they want their child to be sick for sympathy from others. I don't oh, think my mom wants sympathy, oh, but yeah, just like yeah. it's like a topic, I yeah, guess. or like a, a kind of excitement almost, like yeah, a, a cool yeah. excitement, like that that uh, that Hulu short series where it was about that that chick that had had bald head. She was she was she was basically the mother was pretending that she had cancer, leukemia. Do you remember her name? Because uh, it, it was a real story. It was based. It was on, a real story. Yeah, I, and I she ended up killing her mother. It was like Maxie or something like that, or Rosie, or it was some kind Rosie. of Rosie. White was, trash name. It was something around that. Yeah, kinda. It was like something e. Yeah, Daisy. No, it was one. It was one of those names. It was pretty unique, if I remember correctly. What was it called? It was called like um. Was it called? It was called like it was like one word. It was a one word. Mm. This is probably gonna annoy someone if I'm they're listening. It's gonna annoy the fuck out of me, if, and I'm gonna look it if, up. Right if they're now. listening to this and they're like, I know it. They're like getting super angry. <laughs> if um, they listen to this far. If they listen, I don't know. Maybe we'll cut it up into two. I don't um, fucking know. For some reason, something's fucking buzzing. <laughs> for real, sounds like a fly trap. The show was called The Act. Oh, The Act. The yeah, Act. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Uh huh. And let me look up real quick what the girl's name was. What was the true story behind? The- oh, you know, yeah, I know, I know what it is. The buzzing is just when he kind of like. He, 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 it's the bugs. It's like picking up the white noise. But anyways, yeah. Oh, do you think it's when I wave the microphone isn't, isn't away? It, yeah, isn't it so weird? See, this is this is where I sound like Joe Rogan now. This is why I fucking, I don't like drinking on podcasts. But anyways, isn't it so weird to think? Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Gypsy Rose. Gypsy is what yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Isn't it so fucking weird to think that... I mean, and I and, and I had a conversation with my mom about this. It's like, 
your parents really do fucking affect who you become and not Uh-oh. and not even that which is i mean that's a basic like fucking anyone could fucking think of that out of their ass and um but what i was thinking was think about your fucking great think about your grandma think about how your grandma shaped your mom Okay, and because the way that your mom was brought up from your grandma, your grandma was just straight up, like, molded her, and she almost learned from what her mistakes were and things she didn't like. But along the way, she kind of made her own mistakes onto you. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and you got to think about that. Your mom is the way she is because of her own mom. Okay. Yeah, or opposite. Yeah, or opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not even some people will fucking believe, like, go with what their mom says. Some people fucking go all the way. That's kind of in the case of my mom. She went all the way. She didn't like how her mom was like, kind of super fucking uptight and like, uh, I guess, kind of controlling. So now she's pretty chill. Um, so that kind of affected her parenting style with me. And um, and then I, and then I was kind of talking about like, you know, how it is in Guatemala and stuff you know um where my grandma's from and it's just a completely different world like you're not allowed to question your parents for anything like if you don't know who your grandma is like my grandma doesn't know too much about who her grandparents are because i guess back in those days you wouldn't ask questions if you ask questions like that like oh who was my great grandma who is this like trying to like basically you're questioning your parents it comes off as like rude and you're like making you're like you're an idiot or something that's kind of how they perceived it so all that history and tradition or whatever like that story is fucking completely lost to time for the most part and uh and um but yeah so what what I was thinking is there's so many people all of our ancestors, you know, all of our great-grandmothers, our great-great-great-great-great that had an effect on the line before, there's so many people in the past that we don't even fucking know, we don't know exist, but we have our fucking blood in them, and we wouldn't be who we are today if it was not not for them. For real. You know what people don't think about a lot, too, is like... What's that? Physically. How many people do you know who are fat and their parents are fat? Like... Not oh, only yeah. do you have the same diet on, like, intellectually what they your parents put into your brain, but also literally what they feed you. Mm-hmm. It's it's nature every versus pers- nurture. Every sure. person I know that's fat, pretty much their parents are for fat. Yeah, and it's they almost- feed you. Like, people don't realize that, like, a lot of that shit actually is to blame to your yeah. parents. They're feeding you, like, shit. And, it, and it's this weird thing where I, I've noticed where it's kind of like... In a way, it's not, I wouldn't say self-sabotage, but it's like you're kind of sabotaging your kid, but it's because like you don't, I mean, and it could be with food, it could be with anything, it could be with growing up. There's certain parents that will stunt their kid's growth because I don't know if they're scared that like their kid is going to be better than them or they're just kind of, they don't want their kids to get hurt. Or they just don't know any better or they don't and that's know, the way they grew up. Yeah, they don't know any better and they're just really fucking careful and protective and it could be just something we don't understand yet because we don't have kids. But there's a lot of things that parents do that will stunt your kid's fucking growth. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think the fat thing is like 100% it, true. It's the easiest thing to see as well because it's yeah. a physical trait. Uh, and Every person that I met that's racist, their parents are kind of racist. If they're kind of fat, their parents were kind of fat. Or it's the total opposite. Your parents are fat and you're like, fuck living this lifestyle. And, yeah. and, you do, and, and what, what do you think leads to that? It's like just generations of, you know, gen- generations just being in- influenced by fucking the past. 
and it's like all this shit and you know you think you're your own individual who has your own fucking thoughts and fucking experiences and you think you're the master and you got it all figured out but really you're just a fucking you're you're not i want i wouldn't want to say a victim you're like a victim of circumstance absolutely yeah because you're like you a slightly adjusted parents. mirror of your parents in yeah. a sense you're yeah you're you're exactly you're a mirror of who who your uh, the people like you you know your your fucking relatives were in the past you're a fucking straight mirror and a reflection of that but at, you're like a sponge basically to and the there's people, slight differences that go down each generation yeah like to the, the people who surround you like you surround yourself with the fucking family members that you listen to talk the experiences the different people like you're a fucking sponge and not to sound too for deep, real not to sound too deep or like very uh like um like overthinking or anything but like recently i don't even feel like a fucking real person <laughs> like i just straight up I, I like i don't feel like i'm one person or like i'm one thing or i'm like evan like i just feel like a fucking blank fucking like a, an empty sponge or like a blank canvas and everyone that i meet just fucking just kind of like spread puts shit on it and like some sticks some fucking misses the the page some and it's just like i am who i am not because of what i like what i want to be but I, I i because of the people that i'm surrounded with i'm gonna disagree with you on a fundamental level and here's why there's no problem with being an amalgamation of all the people that you've met but the only person choosing the parts that you want to keep and sponge and and soak up into your own personality is you so okay so what you're saying is instead of me just being a stationary to put it whatever in a pretentious way a blank canvas i'm more of someone who's holding up that blank canvas and then and I'm, you're aiming it and i'm aiming it yeah when paint when paint splashes your way you're the only one that decides whether or not you want to keep the canvas where it's at shift it a little bit or put it down completely and let that paint miss mm -hmm. yeah or you succumb to it and you let that paint splatter your canvas and and start something new which mm -hmm. I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I've actually put a lot of thought into this, and I don't think being a mixture of everyone that you've ever liked is a terrible thing. True. It's when it's when you start, like, you, you're you a, a painting of all the things that you don't like, I feel like, or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's kind of like, um, to bring it to bring it back to movies, it's kind of like, ah, oh, shit, bro, I fucking broke this. Um, Yo, you could have smoked it, no, okay, never mind. It's it's kind of it's kind of like um, it's kind of like how Quentin Tarantino. If if you look at his movies, if you like, if you, and I sound so fucking that one guy that just watched Pulp Fiction once, but it's with his style is like all the people, all the directors that he that he fucking grew up watching in movies. He, he watched a lot of like old Japanese films. He watched a lot of westerns. He all he took inspiration from everything, you know, basically took it took this that he like took this and he like and he made his own like original you know story from it so and that, it, it became the tarantino style yeah it which became is why his own style so it's that's not, i totally agree oh with that God, bro <laughs> i did the same thing a so, minute ago so it's like it's kind of like and, and this is something that i that i that i've realized recently it's like everyone's like there's people that try so hard to be like very fucking original you know, they think that what's coming out, what's coming out their mouth, has never been said before, and and I, I've struggled with this because it fucking bothers me when like people are getting drunk and talking about the same fucking topics. It's like, dude, you're saying this like it's profound. 
Um, but it, it, it is what it is. Like nothing you say in this world, in this life, ha- like is original. Doesn't have an influence. No, n- is original. Like everyone said it all before. You know, Except things like origami shit sandwich, which I can almost guarantee no like, one in history has ever said. Like, and I've no, I've noticed about like listening to old doo-wop songs where they're talking about love and shit. You think the '60s and the '70s or the the '50s were a different fucking time? No, you talk, you hear they're talking about the same stuff: getting into relationships, getting cheated on, cheating, getting into affairs, like you know, uh, being too over controlling, making mistakes. Uh, you read old books. Um, you know that were written a long time ago. You're dealing with people who, you know, don't want. They're, they're fucking. They're, they're young guys. They really don't know what's going on. They're kind of questioning what's going on. Like it's kind of all like a pendulum. Like we were kind of talking about in one of the last episodes. There's there's guys that don't want to sleep with their wife anymore because they're unattractive. I mean, they sound exactly like us. The only difference is the technology. Yeah, That's I true. think it's a. I think it's one of those things where. If you look at like music or whatnot, like they had the like fifties type of shit and then they started doing like the blues and whatnot or and shit. And then like Black Sabbath comes along and they wanna sound like the blues, but you can't just sing someone else's song. So you have to you make add it your, your own, own twist, yeah. Yeah. So then you add your little twist to it and maybe it's a big or small twist, and then that's how you sound, and then someone else wants to sound like you, so they add their own twist. And then by like 50 years come around, someone from 2000 is kind of wants to sound like Metallica, but Metallica wanted to sound like Black Sabbath. And it's like within 50 years, it like turns into a whole different thing. Like Black Sabbath is metal or like Led Zeppelin is like hard rock metal. And everyone wanted to sound like those two bands, but everyone added their own little twist to the point where after years and years of everyone trying to imitate someone else but adding their own little twist, you slowly twist that wrench till it's like something totally different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, have you ever listened to those guys that are trying to just fucking bootleg copy Eminem? No. That they're just trying to be like lyrical fucking white boys? Or like those guys that are like stuck in the past and they're still trying to do like West Coast style rap but not don't add any of their flair? Yeah. Like, no one's trying to listen, like, like with art or with anything in life, everyone's always trying to evolve and like, you know, get to the next thing. And then you notice these guys who are just straight up stuck in the past and like, no, music sounded like this. It's fucking, you know, it has to stay. This is real music. But that's not the nature of art or the nature of being a human. The nature of being a human is like doing things different. You'll fucking rebel against the old ways. It's not even as that. Like most of the time it's you want to be like something else. But you can't totally be that something else. You know what I mean? So you add your own twist to it, and it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I fully It agree. is, in a sense, a small twist, but at the same time, it's also a big twist to it. It's like, you know it's what like I mean? You, it's like you take what you like from it, disregard what you don't like, and then you basically add your own imprint to it. And it's the same with people. Like, you yeah. take the things that you liked from your parents or some shit like that, or people you knew. The things you don't like. And, then and the there's gener- a lot of similarities and shit that come up that from you and your parents, but there's also a lot of differences, Yeah, too. and, like, the positive way of looking at it, too, because you could think, oh, like, all the negative shit that my parents did or whatever, or you could spin it in a positive light and just be like, okay, we're constantly evolving, you know, learning from past mistakes, and eventually we're going to get to that point where, you know, we can be... 
the best person. We could basically be the best fucking mentor, the best fucking whatever in everyone else's life to basically, you know, like positivity. You know, you want to, you, you don't want to neg, you don't like, I don't think anyone really wants to be that guy that neg- negatively impacts someone. But what you know, can you call positive or negative? Like, it's subjective. They, Metallica wanted to sound like Black Sabbath and some band from the 2000s, like, let's say, uh, I feel like we're talking about two different things. Kind of though, in this, it's just, to me. I see it as the same thing. Is like they wanted to be like this or whatever, and they add their own twist to it. And maybe they saw it as a negative because they let's say Metallica saw it as a negative because they don't sound like Black Sabbath, but in a sense, is a positive. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, we think some things about our parents or people that we knew is like a negative, but I mean, and then we're different you, from you, them. You gotta like further the art form. Exactly. Yeah. It's an evolution of sorts. Yeah, who's to say that you being different is negative or positive? Yeah. yeah. Unless you're like Hitler or something, in which case that's definitely negative. Yeah, 100%. No, what I was going to say was, in terms of evolution and you talking about doo-wop and people are having the same issues and struggles as we have today, I think as far as we evolve, human beings are always going to have the same wants, needs, and problems on a fundamental level forever. Yeah. There's always going to be struggles with relationships because you can't read someone else's mind. Mm-hmm. There's going to be problems with school and uh or or education as a whole or feelings yeah, yeah, of yeah. inadequacy. And it's it's a it's a common uh or choosing with jobs or a yeah. life choice yeah. or whatever. It comes with and, sentience, and, I think. And these are the stories that resonate with people the most. Yeah. You know, these these are the stories that we that we listen to that stand the test of time. Absolutely. Because it still holds up however many years later. Like, I mean, sure, I think maybe Avengers and stuff, like those movies or like action movies and all this other shit, you know, high CGI budget shit. Yeah, that event, I mean, that's, it is what it is. But there's certain movies that come around where they talk about real things that people go through. And I mean, there's, there's movies that do find that mix. But I mean, ultimately, the things that stick with us that fucking age well are those things that, we can relate to. We can relate to. Exactly. I'm going to stop you really quick and say, do you guys want to scooch over a little bit? Because Ryan seems to be suffering constantly in the fire nah, smoke. I'm chilling, bro. I'm okay. actually super chilling right now. Okay. So. Sorry, go ahead. But also that fundamental base changes. Like a hunter-gatherer, the problems that they had was surviving or like finding a girl to like make mate with or whatever. Where now like the fundamental problem is... I guess finding a woman, but also like a job and shit, you know? Yeah. Where some of those things are the same, but also different at the, I don't know. Fuck what, fuck what it, the fuck I I'm think saying. it changes with time. Like certain things do withstand the test of time. Yeah. The theme itself is the same, but the circumstances are different. Mm-hmm. So whatever circumstance you find yourself in is one that humans have definitely found themselves in before and have found a way to persevere at least in their own way i think there's always the silver lining you know i think like social status and like mates is going to be the one thing that's like gonna for sure always be yeah money power and pussy for sure a a thousand or dick you know Well, anyways, I think we should end it here. It's yeah, been I'm quite a while. How far are we going on now? Like, probably two plus hours? F- uh, 54. I don't know if I'm going to include the other part. 
I think I might. Which makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you What do you think? You think we should keep the part where you were fucking ranting about Pena, and I was like giving you. I think we should. Around. I think fuck we should it. cut out the personal life stuff, like Pena. We can talk. We. I think okay, we you dude, should keep fuck, some about I get high it. school. You guys are just like fuck Pena, but whatever. Well, we fucking blew <laughs> Pena for <laughs> like 15 minutes straight. Like I'm not. No joke. It was like 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah you think? I don't know. I don't know if they would really care about that, but I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Anyways, though, that this has been. The Grand Canyon edition of the Super Not Okay podcast. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. What's today's date? Who knows? I have no clue. Time May doesn't 9th? exist in the maybe, woods. Maybe 7th or the 8th? It's meaningless. Of 2021. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you were listening to this to Apple, on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars. Uh, we got the Church of Evanism YouTube channel. Uh, we're probably going to put this on YouTube, little snippets. And yeah, look forward to uh, the video. But we're gonna we're gonna fucking you know chill out for the last couple of fucking minutes, and then we're gonna go to bed, and then we're gonna work on this video or whatever we got planned. Uh, stay black, all that fucking shit. Uh, Open do- your mind, take off your mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything last 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 to say, Joe? Uh, I'm just gonna piggyback off what you said and if you want to follow along on YouTube you can see some of the shenanigans that we got into through video and rather than just like a a voice you know mm-hmm. if that helps you a little more thank you for listening to my annoying voice for however many hours yeah for it's real been. bro for real alright bye later